Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home. Kohler Smart Toilets introduce a new standard of design and cleanliness, sculptural forms, intuitive technology, and total personalization with integrated warm water cleansing, heated seats, and warm air dryers. For peace of mind and convenience, there are touchless lids, seats, flush, and a self-sanitizing bidet wand. Now you can even use voice commands with Numi 2.0, featuring built-in Amazon Alexa. Explore the complete lineup at Kohler.com slash smart toilets and discover what you've been missing. When it comes to buying your first home, everyone has questions. Can we even afford to buy a house right now? Well, I need to negotiate. How do I even negotiate? Luckily, a REMAX agent has answers. Hey, Brian, those are really good questions. They are? Thanks. It's my first time buying. I work with first-time buyers all the time. I got you. REMAX agents have more experience than other real estate agents. Visit REMAX.com or download the REMAX app to find the right agent. The right agent can lead the way. Each office independently owned and operated. It's time to get your checking account to zero with free checking from PenFed. That's zero ATM fees, zero balance requirements, and zero time spent waiting for your paycheck to direct deposit because you can receive it up to two days early. Open your account with just $25 and see how big zero can be. Apply online today at penfed.org slash free checking. Early direct deposit eligibility may vary between pay periods and timing of payers' funding. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. You're listening to the PRO Media Network, the next level in entertainment. It's time for the Sports Coma with Big Q and the Guys. Counting you everything you need to know about the Saints, Pelicans, and a whole lot more. Welcome. 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 You're now rocking with the Sports Coma with Big Q and the Guys. And we have intense, entertaining, educating, and enlightening sport talk from your favorite sports family. I'm Big Q. This is Podcast 352 on the Sports Coma. That's right, Episode 352 on the Coma, man. For those who don't know, we are the number one independent Saints podcast in the land, man, covering all things black and gold, man. This is a podcast dedicated to all the true who that nation, the black and gold mafia, and the true Saints fans across the hemisphere across the globe across the flat plane whatever you subscribe to we are here sports coma here to serve you podcast 352 coming at you and on this podcast man we've got a lot to cover we're gonna talk about draft stuff man the saints prepare for the draft is the title of this one and the saints prepare man they have a lot i mean a lot lining up for them of course the 
dealing with the draft this year, the Saints, of course, did give up first round draft pick to get and 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 plus other things to acquire Marcus Davenport in the previous draft from last year. They're big, big love for Davenport and high hopes that he plays a full season and be able to stackpile some sacks on the other side of the defensive line to kind of alleviate the pressure off of our top dog, Cam Jordan. But the Saints, man, they, they, they're they optimistic as usual. And we'll cover that today in Podcast 352. We'll, uh, two, we'll talk about the Saints draft. We'll go over uh, comments, play. We'll actually play some interviews here. We got Coach Sean Payton chiming in on his thoughts of, of the, on the upcoming draft. We have Vice President of, uh, actually the General Manager as well, Mickey Lomas chiming in with his thoughts on the draft and just ideas on the team in general. Also read a few comments and we'll break down some stats and depth chart and look really look at the team. You know, because remember last year the Saints had this draft where they drafted all these really good players, but for some kind of way they found out not to have really any of them on them. Ultimately, it turned out they really needed some of those guys, like some of those defensive backs, like Kareem Moore and, you know, and Natrell Jamison. Remember those guys that were good enough? Really a lot of stuff out of high, uh, out of college, but they just some kind of way didn't make the team. It would it be, you know, that should be that's the sports coma question of the day, fam. Let me see how I should phrase this one coming at you because do the Saints really need all these draft picks? That's another thing, man. Now I've hit people was hitting me hit me with the questions about Q. You think they're gonna move up? You think they'll move back? Idealistically speaking, you know, they can go either or because it's so unpredictable. But commonsensical, man, wise, you would think that the Saints will probably trade back into the draft to accrue picks if that's the case, or they can move up to get a player that they need. But the Saints really don't have that many needs to fulfill on the team, right? Right? Well, we're gonna look at some statistics, man. And see if that kind of backs. We'll see exactly where the Saints, from a statistical standpoint, where they need to improve the team. We'll go over that today in the podcast as well. So without further ado, let's get in podcast 352. Now, of course, Sean Payton and Mickey Lomas took to the airwaves as the media crowded around them for the up to upcoming NFL drafts coming up this Thursday. But, of course, the Saints don't have a first-round draft pick. Like I said, they traded away for Davenport. They don't have a third-round pick. They gave it up to the Jets for Bridgewater. They don't have a fourth-round selection. They gave it up to the Giants for Eli Apple. Those seem like pretty good moves, right? Davenport is ultimately right now the starting defensive end opposite of Cam Jordan. Teddy Bridgewater re-signed with the team on a one-year deal as the possible heir apparent to Drew Brees. So you kind of solve the quarterback issue. They can extend him out long-term. Then the other one is Eli Apple. Now, of course, Eli Apple's the jury is still out on Eli. I personally like Eli Apple. I think he probably is the best cornerback that they have on their roster, not named Matt Lattimore, to be honest with you. I think the guy has an opportunity to really improve. Uh, Swade and a lot of other guys don't think so. They think that <laughs> Eli Apple's not so good. But I I beg the diff. I think that those – I think Eli Apple's a pretty good cornerback. You know, it'll take a little bit for him to get kind of acclimated to the Saints. He did pretty well in the season later you know as the season progressed he played a little bit better but just imagine Eli Apple submerged in the full cornerback room learning all of the plays and getting a full camp with the Saints you can imagine this guy who came basically in half the season could really help the team going forward as he gets really more familiar with the concepts and the schemes of what they're asking them to do 
Not to mention that one of the key things that the Saints gain back in the secondary is the fact that they get Pat P. Rob back, hopefully. You know, we haven't heard too much about it, but from what some of the few reports we've been getting on Patrick Robinson is the fact that he's expecting 100% a return and will be ready for camp. So that is good news as well as far as the secondary is concerned with the Saints. So we're going to cover that in today's show. So before we get into any more statistics, let's play into any more topics. Let's play something by Sean Pete. Let's hear what the what the coach had to say about the upcoming draft. Man, a lot of interesting points he pointed out here. So let's hear what Coach Payton has to say. Here How you excited go. are you for the draft to get going? Um, you know, it's that time of the year, obviously, um, for us. Ah. It's always uh, important as we look at the, the incoming draft class. Um, it's also the first week our players are in town. We started our off-season program this week, a week later uh, than most. And, uh, yeah, so there, there's a, a lot going on. Um, kind of went through the board again today, the early portions of the board. Um, our first pick isn't until you know, later in the second round. Uh, but our scouts, our coaches, you know, everyone, Jeff, Mickey, you know, we've all, it feels like we've been meeting a long time. So we're excited. When, when you get 62 players out, a lot can happen, but I, we feel comfortable that there's going to be a, a good football player, hopefully someone that we feel like can help us, you know, sooner or later. And if you really went back, you, you look at 06 in the second round, um, we backed up and drafted Roman Harper in the, fourth round we were ready to make a pick and then we backed up uh, and drafted Jari Evans and so we're not adverse to either uh, but a lot of it has to do specifically with you know, you know a player that that you might uh, feel his values dropping some or a player maybe that you feel like you can get if you do back up so I, I think we're open to both and uh, you know the key is you know, having a good vision for, for who you're drafting. Like, you know, how do you see them fitting in and how do you see them helping helping your roster? Uh, you go back to the trade a year ago and um, it's hard to measure the value of that trade until you complete the second year. And then, you know, now it, it you know, would have been, what, pick uh, 29-30. Um, we, we were real pleased with uh, the ability for us to get up and get Marcus. Um, I, I think that's just part of it. You know, that you know, each year you might be with multiple picks in a round or maybe you don't have a, uh, a pick in a round. It, it's more noticeable to the public when the first round pick's not there because, look, we spent 90% of our time discussing the first round. Um, and yet our scouts, uh, everyone knows in this process, you know, the key to having a good draft is, is finding players in these other rounds, which we've been able to do, and hopefully we can do that uh, you know, beginning Friday. Sean, do you get do you get anxious as this week gets here, as you get closer to the start of the draft, even though you don't have the first round pick this year? I don't know. Anxious, excited would be a better word, not anxious. Anxious would be more of a word, you know, like before you play a game. Um, but, no, it's it, there's a lot of work that goes into the reports. There's a lot of work that, you know, scouts and coaches, everyone that's, that's taking the film out, gone to a, a campus workout, gone to the combine, and maybe seen a player four different times, and then you know, taking a pen to a paper or on the computer, filling in uh, what they think uh, that player can be for us. Uh, so I think for, for all those people that spend time on that, uh, it's a pretty tedious process, and 
and, and yet I think it's a, it's an exciting time because you're add, adding to your team. We'll have this discussion. You know, I'm a player in this draft, and I can make this team. You know, I think that you're always looking for depth at offensive line. Um, kicking game is, is the first spot to a roster. So you know, a linebacker that can play in the kicking game. Um, just hopefully for us, good football players that we have the right vision for, uh, regardless of position. Um, it's it's a good question. Uh, you know, look, we're going to be looking to see who gives us. A, you know, sub rush ability. Uh, you know whether it's at the end, tackle position, defensively. Um, who, who gives us some? You know, what player can come in? Maybe I heard Zach yesterday talking in the evening hour about you know a guy that maybe can back up a tackle. Um, we'll have some guys competing at that position, but uh, we're going to try to look at the right guys that we feel like at least fit a vision, and then uh, and let you know everything else take care of itself. It's kind of hard to predict until you see, you know, the players that fall. If you move forward, what realistically would take place? And you know, you're not going to move from 62 into 10, 15, or any of that. You know, are you interested in moving to 31? Maybe uh, it would just be specific to a player. But I, I think, you know, the plan would be to go in and certainly, as we arrive for the first day of the draft, we're arriving knowing it's only one round, but nonetheless, you know, we're putting our suits on. That's Coach Sean Payton chiming in on his thoughts on the draft, man. It's a lot a mouth said by the coach, always honest and open as, as usual on most matters. Well, I mean, of course, when it comes down to interview dealing with games, of course, you know, Sean Payton can be as milk toast as many. But he's vanilla for a purpose. You don't want to give out too much. But a lot of insight on this draft, of course, movement up or down players that might be interested. He mentioned the kicking game, special teams linebacker that to help them but they have a lot of really solid special teams people craig robinson vince bigel um they just picked up marcus shrells as a kick returner punt returner that was something that eluded them for years for years tommy lee lewis did a decent job back there but just you know never broke one never had you know multiple kick returns or punt returns for touchdowns elvin kamara was being used in that capacity but when you listen, when you actually go over and look at some of the statistics dealing with the Saints from the offensive, we look at it from an offensive standpoint as well, or in defensive, we'll get into it. But the team, third overall points, scoring points in the, in the NFL, third in all of the NFL. Total yards. Looking for a fun way to win 25 times your money this football and basketball season? Test your skills on prize picks, the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of stats, and place your entry. It's as easy as that. If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and injury insurance on your picks are what make prize picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Ready to test your skills? Join the prize picks community of more than 7 million players who have already signed up. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit prizepicks.com/play100 and use code play100. That's code play100 at prizepicks.com/play100 for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. Okay, round 2. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, 
Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, believe it. By law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. They were eighth with 379.2. Passing yards, 12th. Usually the Saints are top 10 team passing yards, but that was kind of kind of taken back because of the fact that they were really one-dimensional in the passing game. And, I, and, and of course, most people understand why Mike Thomas was the man. The Saints uh, and Breeze went to Mike Thomas a lot. And not a compliment to Mike Thomas. And that's a shame because if he had had a compliment, a more balance, the Saints could have been inside of the top 10 like they usually do. But 12th with the passing game at 252.6. And then the rushing game was top five, top six, excuse me, top six with 126.6. Now, I can tell you that I, I think that trend will continue as well if, you know, when they add in Murray to the system. You know, you're looking at what Mark Ingram gave him last year, 138 carries for 645 yards, six touchdowns. You don't think Murray could do that? You know, I would say I think he can do that. You know, if the man's healthy, I think he can give you 600 and some yards and six touchdowns a game very well. I think he can have more. I think the guy can give you eight to ten touchdowns, rushing touchdowns a year because he's a battering ram in the red zone. Before we even get to the running game, I think some of the things that we look at the passing game, as I was speaking about, what one of these things here as far as the rosters that you could look at and say, well, where's a real opening for where do the Saints really need help? They need help in a con- they need a complimentary wide receiver to Michael Thomas. And you say, well, it's cute. They did that. Remember, they drafted Traquan Smith. Traquan Smith from Central Florida. He's supposed to be this big guy. Do all this stuff well in his rookie year. He looked slow and uncomfortable. He looked scared. Looked like the game was bigger than him. Remember those multiple podcasts I did covering the game. If you hadn't heard, go back and listen to the the, the podcast. You know, we was giving some really good commentary on it and. Nobody was really talking like that, man. But that's how we are at the sports coma. But Traquan finished the year 28 catches for 427 yards. He had that one monster game. Remember that? Against the Redskins. was pretty good. He averaged about 15 yards a catch. Had that uh, longest catch was a 62-yarder. But Traquan had five touchdowns that year. So not too much. 28 catches for what he was a third-round third round wide receiver. I guess that's not too good. I mean, you want something north of 40, right? 40 catches a year to be considered decent. But the top compliment turns of the reception game to to the 125 catches that Michael Thomas had. Michael Thomas, 1,405 yards, nine touchdowns on your outstanding year for Mike Thomas. Elvin Kamara was the second highest receiver, 81 catches, 709, and four touchdowns. He's running back. He's a starting running back for you. So, you you know, I get where you're going right there, but they really needed a compliment. So, in comes Jared Cook. You say, well, Q, that's why they got Cook to kind of give them that game because the third highest catcher of the ball for the Saints the past year was Benjamin Watson, 35 catches for 400 yards and two touchdowns. And Ben, by the way, says he wants to come back after his children. His twins are born. He wants to play again. Is there room here for New Orleans? There's always room here for Ben Watson, man. He can come back for a third time. Ben Watson went, then came back. Then why not come back again? He's not going to cost that much money. I just want to throw my two cents in there. But the wide receiver game, they need a steady compliment. Then you talk about guys like Trey Quan Smith. I gave you his numbers. Ted Ginn Jr. was hurt for majority of the year. Came in, had 17 catches for 209 yards and two touchdowns. He is the deep threat. And Ted Ginn does a, a lot of good things. If healthy, 
he can give them that balance. Remember the year before when Ted again was healthy, what he really meant to the Saints offense, stretching the field, catching the deep ball, taking the top off of defense. When he was there, he was effective. Now it's been, a, it's going to be a couple of years since he had that, you know, had a decent year and he's getting up in age. So what's the answer there? Do you address it in the draft? Do you get one of these fantastic wide receivers that might fall to you in the draft when you just took a guy in the third round? Or do you just rely on what you got? Kirk, Keith Kirkwood and all these other guys, do you give them more experience? You know, it, it, it's it's going to be a really difficult decision for them to make. Wide receiver, I've seen a lot of mock drafts saying wide receiver, wide receiver, wide receiver, wide receiver. Pass rusher. Pass rusher and wide receiver, two of the favorites because pass rush, you can't never have too many pass rushers. But y'all guys chime in the comment section. Tell me what you think about wide receiver. Do you need a compliment there? Or do we just need to be patient with what we have? We have a healthy tag in Jr., and bring along Traquan Smith, who should saw improvement in the in his second year. And, of course, give keep Kirkwood more snaps in the game. Of course, add another wide receiver into the mix. The Saints always do. They always bring an undrafted guy in or a jewel in the rough that they find some kind of way. Lance Moore, a la Lance Moore, and the rest of them undrafted guys. Saints specialize in that sort of thing. So, we'll, you know, tell me what you thought. Think about that, fam. Do you think that they need to just be a little bit more patient with what we got here, you know? You know, because wide receiver is definitely compliment to Mike Thomas is definitely a thing. Of course, Mickey Loomis, who's coming up next, talked about Mike Thomas, you know, and some other stuff. We'll play that on the other side of the break. But we're going to get into more Saints news, notes and comments covering the draft. Like I said, Mickey Loomis, we got an extended interview we're going to play. We're going to play all of it. We're going to play a lot of Mickey Loomis' thoughts on the upcoming draft as the Saints prepare for the 2019 NFL draft. They don't have that many picks. Second, fifth, what, two, six, and the seventh. Do they drop? Do they trade back? Do they trade up? What you think? Y'all put it in the comment section. But we'll finish talking about the Saints draft on the other side of the break. Stay with us. You're listening to Sports Coma with Big Q and the guys. Stay with us. fan so the only podcast i can get my fix is the sports coma with big q the guys intense funny and they always keep it real check out the sports coma with big q and the guys Embrace Pet Insurance is more than just pet insurance. Embrace Pet Insurance promises to provide genuine support and certainty when your pet needs it the most. With personalized accident and illness policies, compassionate customer care, 24-7 access to veterinary professionals, flexible wellness plans, timely claims processing, and online customer portals, their values is what makes them embrace. So when selecting a pet insurance company as a partner in your pet's care, you deserve a company that has your pet best interest at heart. Get top rated and review coverage for your pet today. Up to 90% back on bills at any vet. Total protection pet 
insurance and wellness and dependable claims payments. Get the top rated and reviewed coverage for your pet today. Go to EmbracePetInsurance.com. That's EmbracePetInsurance.com. Check the link in the description section below. Are you a boxing fan? Check out Ring Kings Boxing only on the PRO Media Network. Sports fans are gearing up and saving big at Fanatics.com, the world's largest collection of officially licensed fan gear. From all the leagues, teams, and players you love, unique one-of-a-kind designs exclusively by Fanatics, and autographed collectibles from today's biggest stars shipped directly to your home. Join Fanatics Rewards for free to earn fan cash on every purchase. Shop now and for a limited time, get 20% off all orders. Fanatics.com, officially licensed everything. Hit the link below and rep the black and gold today. Who that? Do you need a domain name? How about a host for your website that can work with WordPress? Try Namecheap.com. They make registering, hosting, and managing domain names for yourself or others easy and affordable because of the internet needs people. Namecheap is an ICANN accredited domain register and technology company founded in 2000. It's one of the fastest growing American companies according to the 2018 Inc. 5000. Celebrating nearly two decades of providing unparalleled levels of service, security, and support. Namecheap has been steadfast and customer satisfaction with over 10 million domains under management. Namecheap is among the top domain registers and web providers in the world. They offer a full selection of popular and unique domains along with fully featured hosting packages, SSL security certificates, WhoisGuard privacy protections, and more, all at the lowest prices in the industry. So if you need a domain name or hosting or anything else, think Namecheap.com. That's right, Namecheap.com. Check the description section below for link. Follow the Sports Hub on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. You're listening to the Sports Cone with Big Q and the guys on the PRO Media Network. Welcome back to the Sports Coma with Big Q and the guys. we talking about the Saints. Preparing for the draft 2019 draft. They don't have a first round pick. That became Marcus Davenport from a year ago. We all know this. So what do the Saints do, man? Did they stand pat or trade up, trade back, get more picks? Do the Saints even need more picks? Remember what they did with the picks from last year when they drafted all those guys? Less than half the guys made the team. Rick Leonard didn't make the team. He was better than Nate Wozniak. I talked to him in the airport about that. I'm like, how the hell he kept Nate Wozniak a converted tight end? As an offensive lineman, but let you go, and you came in as a what fourth round selection out of Florida State. You know he was a humble dude, but anyway, it's weird to me, man. You know, the Saints. Rick Leonard is on the practice squad with the Houston Texans. Natrell Jamison, I believe, is with the Giants. Uh, or is it Kareem Moore? I, you know, these guys are elsewhere. Is what I'm saying. They're not on this team. They're elsewhere. So my point is, do the Saints really need all these damn draft picks? Are they going to act like what they did last year? Like, you know, like Leonard told me, if you can't help Sean win this year, you know, he don't need you. It's crazy to me, you know. But maybe you can flip them into something. You can find a pass rusher that can help you. Maybe a run stuff in defensive end. Maybe offensive lineman that can come in and replace, replace some guys that might, you don't have to pay that much money for. You know, it's a cheap man's route, effectively, of re- building up your team depth-wise so you don't have all these expensive contracts. 
and to the Saints credit, they've done a, a really good job of doing that. They really do need to address the sixth offensive lineman. It's another issue. Of course, you know, that hasn't been solved since CEO Sunil Calamente left to Houston. Of course, they brought in Michael Ola and uh, Der- uh, Derek Newton, Nate, uh, uh, Cam's brother, and a few other players to try to kind of put that together. Saints really need to find that sixth offensive lineman, a guy that can play the guard or tackle position that can fill in for Teron Armstead when he eventually gets hurt. I hate to say that, man. You know what I'm saying? I love Teron Armstead, but I'm just going to be honest with you, man. That's pretty much what it is, is your big guy, and he's, he has knees and, and knees and, and feet problems. And to be honest with you, that don't go away if you're a big guy. The guy's six, what, six, seven, 300-plus pounds with knee and feet and foot problems. That's not a good thing at all. But you need, you're going to need depth behind a, a Teron Armstead or Andrews Pete, so to speak, because what happens with Pete? Do the Saints re-up all that big cake That big cake to keep Andrews Pete? Looking for a fun way to win 25 times your money this football and basketball season? Test your skills on prize picks, the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of stats, and place your entry. It's as easy as that. If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and injury insurance on your picks are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Ready to test your skills? Join the Prize Picks community of more than 7 million players who have already signed up. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit prizepicks.com slash play100 and use code play100. That's code play100 at prizepicks.com slash play100 for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. There, or do they go in another direction? These are things that this draft might answer. You know, but anyway, before we get into any more conversation about that, let's listen to what the general manager of the New Orleans Saints had to say about the upcoming draft and more. Here's Mickey Loomis. Um, I think for the most part, yes, um, that's always our goal is to, you know, we have a, a list of items that we want to get accomplished uh, in the off season, And I think for the most part, we did that. Um, so. Uh, you know, we'll go into this draft, and, and you know, it's it's a little different when you don't have that first-round pick. Um, you know, we're picking at 62, so it's a lot tougher to, to uh, uh, you know, predict who's going to be available to you. But, but uh, you know, I like the position we're in. I didn't realize that until you reminded me. Well, look, I, I think, you know, we're always focused on starting fast, and, and, you know, we've had some teams that have played good games against us as, as much as anything. So, um, you know, we got a home game against a, a really tough opponent, Monday Night Football, and, 
you know, we've, we've had success, uh, you know, in those primetime games. So hopefully we'll have success this year. Mm-hmm. What's the challenge in presenting that to a team? Because obviously it doesn't necessarily help them right away. And, uh, just the challenge of maybe trying to use that to possibly move up in the draft. Well, look, I think you know you're always when you're trying to move up. You, you know, you're making a lot of calls, looking for a trade partner that that you know views views uh, uh, accumulating picks uh, more valuable than making their pick that year, and so. It's just a matter of making a lot of calls and 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 um, relying on relationships that you have, and you know we've been able to find find uh, trade partners uh, on occasion, but there's been times when we haven't been able to as well. How much of that is done in these few days leading up to the draft to find maybe people who might be, or is all of that done sort of on the fly as you go? Because I'm imagining by the time you hit the third round and you got five minutes, it gets yeah. a little tough to squeeze that in. Yeah, I, I think that for the most part, we do a lot of preliminary work, you know, in, in the days leading up to the draft, talking to teams and who's interested in, in moving. And look, again, you know, day one's the first round. So the days leading up to that, you're really primarily talking about first round, you know, movement. Um, you know, and then after after the first round, the next morning, next day, you're, you're talking about, uh, you know, that day's, that day's uh, uh, rounds. So a lot of it is done preliminary, but, man, when you get on a clock, it, you know, a lot of it's done then, too. So it's both. At the end of the day, it's both. How, you know, how many times would you say, maybe, of the times that you try to move up, how many times, or as much as you try, are you just not? I'm guessing sometimes you're just not able to pull it off, even when you really want to. Like, yeah. How does that sort of play out? Are you most of the time able to do it? Yeah, you know, it's less than 50%. Um, yeah, it's, it's been less than 50%. Because, look, you may have a trade partner, and yet you don't see the value as eye to eye. So um, I, I'd say it's less than 50%. I, I don't know that I could put a number on it, but, but it's probably not far from 50%, but it's less than 50%. Is that genuinely guided by that, And that, look, that's just my experience and our experience. It's not, it's not I wouldn't say it's league-wide. Is that generally guided by a guy like Kamara's out there and he shouldn't be out there? Yeah. Let's go get him. I mean, it's always. Yeah, I think it's always guided by a targeted player. Um, yeah, it is for us. You look at this draft in particular. This 62 kind of lineup where you have a confident you'll you'll find somebody you like there. Like, is there kind of like this big range of prospects? Um, I you know I think I think our view is it's it's a fairly deep draft and and we're pretty confident that we're going to get. Uh, a, a good player at 62, yes. Given that you have been aggressive with your pitch for Darren moving up, is it, is it going to be restless on Thursday night? Probably. Yeah. Do you kind of wrap your head around it mentally in a different way, knowing that the potential is the guy will come and go and there'll be no new players? Uh, yeah, potentially. Um, um, you know, we'll see when we get there, but. but um, it's pretty hard to go from 62 into the first round, <laughs> you know. So, so, uh, um, but we'll see what happens. What do you think to move up even into the second round, yeah. Um, I I don't know yet. You know, we'll we'll see what 
because look, you can trade picks and you can trade players too. I mean, there, there's there's all kinds of avenues, not all kinds. There's a few avenues to to uh, you know to make movement. But but again, that you know we're going to have to see somebody that that we've got a target on and that we we feel like we have to uh, move in order to even even contemplate that. But look, the honest truth is we've got less ammunition, less things to trade this year than we've had in the past. So that makes it a lot more difficult. Yeah, I, I think, uh, you know, I was just visiting with Jeff this morning about that. We were talking about our views on it, and I, I think that, you know, there's some pass rushers in this draft, probably more than, than what we ordinarily experience. I think the tight end group is pretty deep. Um, quarterbacks, I think, is, is a deep group. Um, so I think those three, but, you know, there's other positions. You can find wide receivers, I think, in this in this class as well. So, um I think in general, we feel like it's, it's a pretty deep draft. There's a notion that you guys don't like to trade back in rounds. Is that, does that happen? You guys want to trade back? Uh, well, I think the notion comes from <laughs> history, right? <laughs> so, um, yeah. Uh, I wouldn't say that we have, we don't have a, a, a um, yeah, I mean, we're, we'd be open to trading back to get, you know, if the timing's right and if, if, uh, you know, if the value's right, but it just hasn't happened very often. That's Mickey Loomis, general manager of the, uh, excuse me, general manager of the New Orleans Hornets. I mean, New Orleans Hornets. I'm saying New Orleans Saints. I'm sorry, I'm all over the place. But he was talking about a barrier of different topics. The reporters have one-track mind, don't they? You know, trade up, trade back, you know. I don't know, man. You know, the Saints do have a limited amount of picks, and uh, it's kind of a mixed bag if you look at it. Remember all those guys? They had some really solid draft picks last year. I like the two defensive backs they drafted. They, For whatever reason, they didn't make the team. And I thought they had more upside than a guy like a Ken Crawley. You know, more upside. Natrell Jamison was a guy that could actually help you in a kick return, punt return game. He's very fast. The Saints didn't see it. Remember Bo Scott from Louisiana Tech? That guy, he was on the practice squad for most of the season and philly just came and plugged him off of there you know so saints couldn't find a spot on the active roster for a guy like him you know who can also help you in a special teams kind of a scat back mode very unique the saints got rid of guys like rick leonard and they could really have used a guy like rick leonard at the tackle position he was kind of raw but he was coming around you know at least he got on the field you can't say that about wanzniak and the rest of those guys and you look at Will Clapp, who's a seven-round draft pick. The Saints actually, he made the team and played a little bit. So it's a mixed bag, you know, hard to, hard to call it. But anyway, you heard Mickey Loomis. He also talked about other stuff. If I play a little further, we, he made comments about Davenport and them expecting big, a big season from Davenport. His only injury issue is injuries. He has to stay healthy to make a solid and immediate impact on the team. He had some toe issues and ankle pro- uh what was it wrist issues and all kind of stuff you know i remember when they drafted him they said you know when he first got drafted he had issues too so he was dealing with injuries the entire damn year you know just just sad sad uh hopefully he can be a lot healthier coming into next year now the saints looking at the defensive side of the ball improvement on the defensive side of the ball they allowed 22 points a game Totally a defense is good for fourth, middle of the pack in the NFL, 14th. Now, of course, yards, yards, total yards, they allowed 349, almost 350, middle of the pack in the NFL. So it's improvement need to be made there. Passing, 
passing yardage is allowed, which is a secondary, 268.9. So you might as well say 269 yards a game against the secondary. That's 29th in the NFL. So way back of the back of the back. Then, of course, against the rush, the Saints was top. Only one team better than them and at that. They were 80.2 and shutting you down in the rush. That was totally awesome. Now, of course, they lose Tyler Davidson to the hated Atlanta Falcons. Alex Okafor took a big payday to go to Kansas City to play with them. And they just got Frank Clark from Seattle today. So Kansas City trying to stack power pass rushers. So the Saints missing out on Tyler Davidson. They're missing out on Okafor, but they get big Malcolm Brown. But remember, they've been trying to get rid of Tyler Davidson, if you think about it. Remember the previous year? They tried to get in Dominican Sue. Remember that? And prior to that, they tried to get big, uh, what was his name? Muhammad Wilkinson. Remember that? Wilkinson turned the Saints down, both him and Jimmy Graham, to go to Green Bay. And ultimately, it turned out to not to be so good because he ended up getting hurt up there. And Dominican Sue ended up going to the Los Angeles Rams. He went to the Super Bowl because of a cheat. Anyway, you know how it goes, but there is room to be made on the defensive side of the ball. So getting Malcolm Brown and help there on the defensive side of the ball could ultimately help the defensive line uh, keep that second rank. Well, you had Demario Davis. That was a major part of that as well. A healthy Alex Anzalone and the rest of those guys were able to hold up and play pretty well for the Saints defense on that end. So improvement 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 needs to be right now as it, as it stands Davenport is the starting in opposite of Cam Jordan Malcolm Brown in the middle and then of course yeah you look at Sheldon Rankins who's Sean Payton already said he's not going to be ready for the start of the season so we missing a minus there do you address that in the draft do you get you a big defensive tackle to kind of sit there you know kind of fill in for Sheldon Rankins you know if one falls to you perhaps do you go up and get one you know that kind of stuff I'm looking at you know if you're looking at improving the defense do you go after a secondary player do you get your a a cornerback with that second round pick do you move up and snatch a really impactful cornerback somebody you've been looking for because got Eli Apple on the fifth year deal on his fifth year rookie year deal you know his fifth rookie a year so him and Sheldon Rankins by the way they have that that fifth year on a rookie contract so we'll find out whether or not the Saints see him as a person that they want to keep around so a lot of questions more questions than answer but answers will come when the draft gets closer and closer and closer so outside of that like we said we, we covered some of the stuff we talk about the Saints and look at some of the depth chart. You look at the depth chart. Of course, the Saints have on on the offensive side. Of course, Drew's the quarterback. You have wide receivers, Mike Thomas. And of course, it's Tegan Jr. And of course, Traquan Smith. I, I Traquan Smith really has to step up because the question marks. He has the kid has the talent. He can play. It's just it just seemed like the game was bigger than him this year in his mind anyway his stiffness and just wasn't confidence in his style of play you know what i'm saying talk to me who that nation y'all see the same thing i'm saying comment in the section in the, you know comment in the comment section let let me know how y'all felt about that as well because that's how i felt about Traquan watching him 
looked kind of timid in some games, scared, looked like he was kind of the game was bigger than him versus Keith Kirkwood, who looked totally relaxed. Kirk was out there running around. It's football. You know, I'm going to make it happen. It was a total difference versus an undrafted guy and a guy that was taken in the third round. Offensive line, man, a tight end position, or then offensive line, tight end position, Saints get the best tight end in free agency with Jared Cook. That was a solid move. They didn't read up with Josh Hill, giving him a three-year deal. So you have Cooks, Hill, Cook and Hill. And, of course, you could use a tight end behind him because I'm pissed off with Dan Arnold. Why? Because he dropped the freaking touchdown in the FC Championship game and wouldn't he wouldn't even be talking about Courtney Roby's bull crap if Dan Arnold would have caught the damn ball. Touchdown. I don't care if he's an undrafted rookie or what have you. That's no excuse. If you're collecting a goddamn check, you're getting caught, play, paid to catch the football, should have caught the damn ball, man. We'd have been playing at the Super Bowl. Probably would have took apart old man Tom Brady and Belichick. You know, so, you know, but that's how it rolled. But tight end is a position the Saints definitely have to address. Big ups to Gary Griffin, uh, who listens to the show as well. So he played really well in the game. Uh, too bad they gave Arnold more uh, minutes than he did. And you look at the offensive line. Offensive line to me looks solid. Easton's a question mark. Hadn't seen enough of him. He was hurt last year. I don't know about Easton. Just be honest with you. I seen some footage when he was healthy. Nothing stood out. Pretty basic offensive lineman. Nothing outstanding. But you know, the Saints have a really unique ability to take average looking offensive linemen and make them look good. Example, Jonathan Goodwin. When Jonathan Goodwin came to the Saints, like, who was this guy? Career backup, guy never could catch on anybody. The Saints put that guy, plugged him in, and he went right away. He was really good. You know, you had a guy like Jeff Fain. You remember Charles Bentley was here, then he left. Then Jeff Fain was here. Jeff Fain turned into be a solid center for him. So the Saints have been blessed to have some really solid centers over the last several years or so. Very solid center play. Easton fits behind Unger. Can he pick it up? Only time will tell, baby. You know, hopefully with the Saints track record of putting together centers, it should be seamless plug and play, right? We just have to keep an eye on it. And, of course, the running back position. So we said at running back, Elvin Kamara, and then you have, of course, Latavius Murray, Dwayne Washington, who looked pretty good last year. My thing is this with the running back situation. I would, if I was the Saints, I would try to get me a running back, like another running back, because you know how the system is kind of built around Elvin Kamara, right? If Elvin Kamara gets hurt, God forbid, if something happens to Elvin Kamara, your whole Offense looks differently, different without Elvin Kamara because they ask him to do so much, right? So much. If Elvin Kamara gets hurt, that offense kind of changes in a major deal. So I know you can't find an Elvin Kamara clone, but maybe perhaps you can draft a guy with a similar skill set as Elvin Kamara. You know what I'm saying? You know, there are a lot of great running backs out there that's going to be available. And, you know, you know, Mike Weber out of Ohio State, many mock drafts putting him with the Saints because Saints love Ohio State guys. But how about Benny Snell out of Kentucky? I like Benny Snell. You know, he can do a lot of different things. You know, perhaps I, I like him. But the Saints really do need to look at a like a multi-purpose back, a guy that could provide like depth in case something happened to Elvin Kamara. Because, like I said, if Kamara gets hurt, the whole offense looks different without Elvin Kamara. Then you would just have to go into a battering ram style offense with Latavius Murray, correct? I mean, I'm just saying you have to prepare for these 
for these things to happen. Just like we have to prepare for when Armstead eventually is going to get hurt. You got to prepare for what happens in, in, in that case. Like I said, hopefully he don't get hurt. But just in case, you always should have like that multi-purpose guy behind him. Tell me what y'all think on that as well. Then you look at the defense. You got Cam, you got Sheldon Rankins, Malcolm Brown, and Davenport. We know Rankins is not going to be there. The Saints did bring in Mario Edwards Jr., who could play in and defensive tackle. So I'm thinking he'll be more defensive tackle. You got uh, David Onyemata facing that little weed deal he had to go on. So it might be a game, maybe a fine. We don't know, haven't heard anything. Of course, Trey Hendrickson, who's really, who I like Trey Hendrickson, but he's always hurt. You know, he hasn't really had an impact and he can't stay healthy. So, you know, time will tell on him. But Taylor Stallworth has been solid as well. So maybe the Saints can use a draft pick there or possibly bring back a guy like Jay Bromley or somebody that can help in the diff- in absence of a guy like Sheldon Rankins, you know, because they're going to need him. Onyemata can fit in, you know what I'm saying? But what's his case? Is it a fine or is he going to, you know what I'm saying? Is he going to face a fine or expense suspension? So, interesting on the defensive line see exactly what the Saints going to do here so they had the draft picks to address it maybe they go up for a player maybe they select somebody with the second and maybe take some picks and packages and kind of move up a lot of stuff and then of course you go into the secondary Eli Apple Marshawn Lattimore Von Bell Mike Williams and of course the third safety is what they're looking at you know that's a major issue to me. Chris Banjo, is he the answer? JT Gray, Ricky Jefferson, who's coming back off injury. I don't know if those guys are the answer. Perhaps the Saints could use that second round pick on a safety. They have a that can play a little corner, perhaps. That can, you know, you know, kind of a roundabout safety, you know. They could definitely use it because they love that three safety set. So a lot of questions, man. Y'all tell uh, you tell me what y'all think about what the Saints are gonna do with these picks. Of course, we'll see in a few days on Friday hit the Saints second round pick. Will they move up into the first round, man? We don't know, man. We're gonna keep attuned to it. So, but thank y'all for the, listening to the Sports Coma with BQ. If you like the show, subscribe, comment, and share. And remember to support our do- our uh, uh, supporters, our sponsors. You know, so I'm Big Q. Thank y'all for joining us on today's show. For me and the crew here, peace. positively from our content please donate to help us grow our platform by going to www.patreon.com 
slash the Pro Media Network. That's www.patreon.com slash the Pro Media Network. And support the true independent artists. Are you a Pelicans fan? Check out the Pelican Postgame Report on the PRO Media Network. The Klein's family has been getting people to go nuts for old nuts since 1995. As legends have it, a number of the Klein's friends who heard the idea said you can go nuts trying to name a store like that. In the excitement, the Klein's thought their friends said old nuts instead of go nuts and proceeded to throw caution to the wind. Old nuts has over 2,000 items bulk and wholesale prices of a whole lot of your favorite fruits, nuts, and confessions. A selection of gift baskets for any budget, any occasion, and provides one of the best and impressively rated shopping experiences on the web. Fact is, between their selection service speed or their online presence in the virtual mirror retail experience. They have developed an enviable client base that's comprised of personal and professional customers who count on their remarkable range of gift baskets. Think of gift basket. Think about Old Nuts. Check them out. Oldnuts.com. Check the link in the description section. frog.com for all of your electronic gadget needs fastly becoming number one online seller cell phone and accessories consumer electronics automobiles and motorcycles home and garden items 5d diamond painting crafts electrical and tool supplies computer and networking supplies lights and lighting supplies sports and travel items toys and hobby supplies apparel and accessories mother and kid items health and beauty items and much much more newfrog.com has up to 70% off on some products and you can check out their weekly promotions for all the best deals. Remember, when thinking online electronics and gadgets, think NewFrog, newfrog.com. Check the link in the description section below. T is your escape. It's your opportunity to create a moment for stillness, for reflection, for yourself. It's your connection to a world of senses, flavors both exotic and familiar, energizing and relaxing. It's your retreat from an increasingly turbulent world. It's the perfect paradox of simplicity and complexity. Teabox.com connects tea to people, uniting the richest flavors of the finest teas with the curious, the cultivated, and the adventurous all over the world. The freshest tea you've ever tasted from crop to cup. There's simply no simpler way to experience the wonderful complexity of tea. Teabox, packing up the freshness. Tea thrives on freshness, and so do they. T-Box temperature and humidity control facility ensure that tea is maintained. The teas themselves go into oblique bags with aluminum layers that protect them from excess moisture and light. With T-Box, shopping for fresh, loose-leaf tea is easy because you make an informed purchase. You know exactly where your tea is coming from. So for the freshest teas in the world, check out T-Box.com. That's right, T-Box.com. Check the link in the description section below. self-image to whole new levels through the awesome power of spoken word. 
101 Powerful Children Affirmations, a guide to positive child self-image from author and dad, G.J. Barabino. Available on Amazon. Order a copy for yourself, your child's teachers, or anyone you know with children. 101 Powerful Children Affirmations, a guide to positive child self-image. Order your copy today. Looking for a fun way to win 25 times your money this football and basketball season? Test your skills on Prize Picks, the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of stats, and place your entry. It's as easy as that. If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and injury insurance on your picks are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Ready to test your skills? Join the Prize Picks community of more than 7 million players who have already signed up. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit prizepicks.com slash play100 and use code play100. That's code play100 at prizepicks.com slash play100 for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home. Live life at your pace. Click the banner or go to visitwilliamsburg.com to discover how. Because here in Williamsburg, life moves at one pace, yours. Visit a live archaeological dig site on the very grounds where America began. Or walk the fields where our country was won. Live like a colonial by day or track 18th century ghosts by night. For all the history to be found here, there's plenty more to make for yourself. It's all waiting for you in Williamsburg. Book your trip today and live life at your pace. Kohler Smart Toilets introduce a new standard of design and cleanliness, sculptural forms, intuitive technology, and total personalization with integrated warm water cleansing, heated seats, and warm air dryers. For peace of mind and convenience, there are touchless lids, seats, flush, and a self-sanitizing bidet wand. Now you can even use voice commands with Numi 2.0, featuring built-in Amazon Alexa. Explore the complete lineup at Kohler.com slash smart toilets and discover what you've been missing. Dental Associates of Northern Virginia redefine what it means to visit the dentist. Get top-quality, personalized support from committed experts who prioritize the well-being and satisfaction of you and your family. Care is centered on a highly personalized treatment plan backed by the trust and support of long-lasting relationships. Schedule your next appointment by visiting dental1-va.com slash offer slash SiriusXM. Making your cat happy is a number one priority. Priority number two is keeping a clean litter box. Fresh Step Outstretch Litter helps you do both. Fresh Step Outstretch Litter traps waste at the surface with less crumbles and absorbs more waste and odor compared to Fresh Step Multicat. Find Fresh Step Outstretch Litter at a store near you today. Fresh Step is a registered trademark of the Clorox Pet Products Company. Certain trademarks used under license from the Procter & Gamble Company or its affiliates.